On Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, my co-host Mike Cavus and I talk with innovation leaders to explore how they use cloud engineering for new possibilities for their organizations. Join myself, David Linthicum, by subscribing to OnCloud wherever you get your podcasts. At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. It's time to go one-on-one with DP. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, here is your host, Derek Pearson. Presented by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome in one-on-one with DP, although DP is not here. DP will be flying back from the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. Uh, I think his flight leaves at 12.15, so he unfortunately couldn't do the show because in a, in a densely populated area like that, you got to get there pretty early. It's not like the Lincoln Airport. A little different than, yeah. than rolling up 45 minutes before the wheels leave the ground. It's not like the Lincoln Airport. That voice you hear is our very own Mark Onweiler. Oh, people know. He decided to stop in here and help me out so I wouldn't be so low for the entire time. Maybe he stays the entire time. I don't know. We'll see. But, again, this is one-on-one with Rico and Mark. Brought to, on, you by. brought to you by Beatrice Bakery. Go ahead, get yourself some delicious cakes. Beatrice Bakery, you can get some, some was it Yield? Yield, Yield English. English. That one is fantastic. Y-O-E. I'm, I'm not, uh, I wasn't really a fan of fruitcake, and then we had some fruitcake from Beatrice Bakery, and now I'm like, you know what? This is not that bad, but only from there, because I tried some other fruitcake once. Not the same. Oh, did I tried like a not Beatrice Bakery yeah. fruitcake. Have you been down to the Beatrice location? I never have. I know you guys went down there. You did a couple shows down yeah. there. You did like the Saturday show. So when we were down there for that, he brought out their um, their their biggest competitor in, in the country. It's, mm-hmm. it's this place out of Texas. A massive fruitcake operation. Had them side by side. And you can tell just looking at them mm-hmm. that they're different. Yeah. Right? Uh, so it, it wasn't like it was really a surprise which one was which. That being said, Beatrice Bakery is is head and shoulders above the other guys superior and and those are the, like the two the two best so anything oh. else is garbage garbage yeah just just stick to be i don't even know what it was it was somebody somebody had brought it from like the store or something and, and I was like, oh, I had Beatrice Bakery fruitcake. Maybe I've just been, maybe I've never eaten fruitcake. Maybe I'm a maybe fruitcake I, guy Maybe now. I do like fruitcake. And I had it and I was like, nope, this is not, nope, you're all a, wrong. You're a Beatrice Bakery guy, yeah. not a fruitcake Beatrice guy. Bakery guy. I get it. And if we had more cakes, I would go in there and dig into some of that chocolate rum cake. But we are running low on cakes. We need more cakes. Because we keep giving out so we many We do. Cakes. We're being, we're fantastic people. Yeah, when we we're, give out we're very delicious generous. cakes. Speaking of that, go to theticketfm.com. The <laughs> nominate somebody for a Beatrice Bakery care package gift basket giveaway. Uh, tomorrow will be old school slash one-on-one. Uh, it's turn to give it away earlier, early break. Gave some, gave one away. So get on, go to the ticketfm.com, click on the Beatrice Bakery banner, 
and uh, fill it out. Anybody that you think needs uh, a pick-me-up or or maybe has had a fantastic week, a fantastic month, a fantastic beginning to the year, and, and you want to improve that for them, go ahead, do that, enter their name, enter the reason why you deserve they, they deserve it, and uh, maybe we pick that person. And, you know, we've, we've gotten a lot of... We, we get a lot of teachers, which is great. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. And we get a, a lot of like retirement communities, which is also great. Um, but I'd like to expand beyond that. Uh, and I know something that's really close to um, Rick and, and the folks down there at Beatrice Bakery are, are veterans. Uh, so if, if you, whether it's a veteran organization, a veteran in your life, I, I think that'd be a really cool one to focus on mm-hmm. um, this week, this month. Like, like if, if we could kind of slam some some veteran nominations i think that'd be really cool that'd be amazing yeah we started when we first started giving them away we got a lot of nurses and hospitals Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, that was a strong one when we first started (laughs) it makes sense yeah with all that's going on yeah it it made perfect sense and now we're (laughs) now we're on the teachers and the retirement homes Mm -hmm. yeah veterans sorely lacking in beatrice bakery cakes they deserve more always always Mark, we were talking before we came on air about stuff we could talk about, and you said something <laughs> that actually got me thinking really hard. The playoff formats for different professional and and collegiate, you know, sports leagues, yeah. and how they're how they're tailored and how things work out, and how some people believe that one game playoff scenarios are garbage. And that they don't crown real champions. So there's there's a couple different factors at play here. There's the one game scenario where where there's a, a an element of luck to it. You mm-hmm. know, you don't you don't have a big sample size. Um, you, I mean, I don't think anybody's arguing that St. Peter's is the best team this year or was one of your top eight teams this year, <laughs> and yet yet they they played their way there. So um you, you you can you can go on a run i mean nebraska basketball if they had if the tournament had been set the week that they went three and oh against top teams in the league they'd have been in the elite eight they would have been in the elite eight right like, makes sense those things can happen they are so, an elite eight team so there's the one game scenario there's also the size of the field that's at play here uh and 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 you guys were talking right there at the end of uh end of old school about how north carolina they're an eight seed mm-hmm. right they like, apparently they barely made the tournament. They were the they were a bubble team. Right. They're they're in nobody's top twenty five, and yet here they are, one win away from being your national champion. When three weeks ago you would say they're not one of the twenty five best teams from this season. Yet mm-hmm. here they are, your champion, almost one, one almost. game away one from game being away. your champion. So this this argument comes annually if you happen to follow Lanny Holstein, <laughs> former ninety three seven the ticket host, Lanny Holstein Shout on Twitter. Out Lanny. Uh, he will make this argument every single year about how this is an illegitimate way to crown a champion. Would he do that if Nebraska was in the national championship? Oh, I think so. You think? I, I, would, I, he, would he stick yeah. to tradition? I, I do, mostly because he's he's not a basketball guy. Oh, yeah. You know, he doesn't have the love for Nebraska basketball that he does for Nebraska football. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he he he'll carry this over, and we can we can take this beyond what what the basketball argument is and 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 look at all the different sports but but college football playoff expansion is mm-hmm. certainly front and center seems to always be front and center when these conversations come up and whether that's going to eight teams or 16 teams or 32 teams if let's you do get it crazy you know? let's go let's go let's go full d2 or division one double a football playoff 16 team tournament i think it was it was bach and and uh, nathan having the conversation last week 
um, with with Eddie when he was in here from 1011, um, about how you really only have two or three teams in football and, and that are that are head and shoulders above everybody else. Mm-hmm. So to to go beyond the four that we currently have, and even with the four we have, and this is their argument. I want to make this clear. This is not my argument. I, I'm laying the groundwork here. I do not believe the words I'm saying, mm-hmm. but they, they. <laughs> but this is what was the, said. The argument would be that you, you've already got these blowouts. You know, you've got Cincinnati, who who seem to have no business being in that in that scenario, mm-hmm. uh, and yet they are because the numbers say they're one of the best four teams. Why do we need to go further than that? Why do we need to have bigger, worse blowouts and go one verse eight, one verse sixteen? What what's the what's the value in that to anybody? Yeah. Now, okay, let's stick with football for a second. Go ahead. Because my belief, and I, I've I've told you can't convince me otherwise. Right? We can have this conversation, but you can't convince me otherwise. You've got to go eight, because the schedules in college football are so disparate. Right? Like what Nebraska plays is completely different than what UCLA plays, which is completely different than what Florida plays. You've got no common opponents, mm-hmm. generally speaking, no common opponents. You've got really no way to say, how is my schedule compared to how is your schedule until we see each other on the field? Mm-hmm. So because of that, I think you've got to have a set, uh, non-subjective way of getting into the playoff. And to me, that's win your, win your conference. That's what I always say. And then people push back with the, well, are you sure you want a Pac-12 team that, that has nine wins in the college football playoff? And I'm like, well, if you... You, Mr. Person, who always says that the regular season is very important, truly believe what you're saying, then that team winning those nine games in their conference and winning their conference, that's part of the regular season. That should be important. It should matter and allow them to get into the the playoff situation. Because right now, you've got two, sometimes almost three teams from one conference just because it's so strong getting into the playoff. With with you know one two losses and like well they they play such a hard schedule I'm like yeah but they also only play their 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 uh, conference opponents eight times so every other team is playing in their conference within their conference teams that know them better than any other team because they play them year to year they're playing nine times do you know what what the what the SEC's scheduling structure is going to be moving forward once Texas and Oklahoma I have, have, no, have they, they haven't talked that? about it because. You're looking at a 16-team league, right? Mm-hmm. A 16-team league, and you're only going to play eight other teams? Like, there's so much of your and own it, league that and you're not going to see. Yeah, you're playing eight, but you're not going to play the the. Se- you're probably not going to play the seven in your division. Yeah, because you're going to have that crossover with rival like those protected rivalries and what have you. Like Alabama and Florida are still going to play, and that's going to take a team out from the. West, I think they're in. I don't know. They they do like a weird little loop, and and yeah. Missouri is in the East. I'm, it's very confusing. So like Florida's going to play Alabama, and that's going to mean you know maybe Alabama doesn't play Mississippi State that year. And what if Mississippi State's on a tear that year? What if they could have beaten Alabama, and maybe that took them out of the college football playoff? You never know. But those teams are going to get credit for for playing an SEC schedule, and even what an SEC schedule means is going to be so different from team mm-hmm. to team. It, it's you just can't compare until mm-hmm. you lay out here are here here's what it takes to make in, in my mind an eight team playoff. Yeah. Right? Win your conference, win a conference championship game. That makes the conference championship game a de facto first round for your playoff. Mm-hmm. Right. So now you're looking at basically uh a, a, a fourteen, fifteen, thirteen team playoff. Once you got all those 
those yeah. conference championship games if that's, factored in. Yeah, yeah. At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. And if that's what you want to do, like, and, and some people will argue, you know, why would you make it an auto qualifier for the, the conference championship? What would you do with the group of fives? I'm like, keep the group of fives where they're at and just maybe have the best group of five. whoever in the group of five has the best record after winning the their yeah. conference championship. They get in automatic best record, highest ranking, whatever, because it's not like you're going to have want. it's not like you're going to have two or three undefeated group of five teams that that also doesn't happen because yeah. going undefeated in college football is so rare and so hard that you're not going to have, you know, four teams that are undefeated. It's just not it's just not going to happen. So you've got your five power fives and then you have a group of five and then you have, you know, two, three at large bids. Yeah. And then you can you there you can get your three other SEC teams if you really <laughs> want to be up and, and high and mighty about it, the SEC being crazy, so much better. In a crazy scenario where you do have multiple undefeated group of fives, maybe one of them is good enough to be your at large. I don't see it happening. I doubt it. But like, they'll do you, the same you, thing. They'll be like, well, their, sure, sure. their strength of schedule wasn't very good because they had to play, you know, Navy and Army. And I'm like, okay, whatever, dude. And, and then we'll be we'll be expanding again once that happens. But but no, I I mean, I'd personally I'd rather be having these arguments about who's eight, nine, ten rather than who's four, five, six when when to me that mm-hmm. that margin is so slim and I, I just don't have anything to compare them yeah. with. Yeah. And to me, expanding the playoff and and putting conference champions in kind of makes the regular season more important because you have to win those games to get into it's not like college basketball where if you have a terrible regular season and then you possibly do what Nebraska was trying to do and go on a tear in your conference tournament, you can win your conference tournament and be an automatic qualifier with a losing record. Like, if you have a losing record in your conference in football, you're not making the conference championship game. It's the best teams in your conference making the conference championship. That means the regular season is more important because to get there, to then get an auto qualifier into the, the national tournament, you know, you have to have a good regular season. And some people will argue, oh, well, the runner-up might get in and they might have, you know, however, you know, Northwestern lost all their non-conference, then they won their conference. I'm like, well, that just means they were better than everybody in the conference. They played a hard non-conference schedule? I don't know. But they did what they needed to do. They took care of business. And they ended up losing in the conference. They blown out in the conference championship. You're not going to take them. Like, right, right. It's like, oh, well, the runner-up in the Big Ten should make it. No, it depends on how you look. And you got blown out. You're not making it. Yeah, yeah. This isn't an Alabama Georgia situation where both teams are have, you know, one loss or are undefeated and then one team loses by 3. There, I understand you take them both. But if if you've got, you know, Auburn has four losses and they beat Alabama in the in the final game of the season and they make the conference championship and get blown out by three touchdowns by Georgia, they're not going to make it. Do you like the idea that there's some value given to improving as the regular season goes on? Because that's certainly true in college basketball right now, mm-hmm. where if you can show growth and and I I know the the playoff committee is supposed to view a loss in November the same as a loss in February, right? Mm-hmm. But but there's there's value to getting hot at the end of the year, especially if it comes to winning a conference tournament. But 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 show it. I mean, there's recency bias. Mm-hmm. There there absolutely is. Um, so I think you get rewarded for getting better throughout the year. 
do you like that or do you want us uh, like a northwestern mm-hmm. losing all their their non-cons in football mm-hmm. but but making i mean they could have made a playoff in in a, in a scenario where where a conference championship get in and and the argument would be yeah they they improved as the year got on mm-hmm. do you, do you like that or do you want to have to be hit the ground running week 1 i'm <clears throat> I, I actually like the improve as the season goes on. You should get some credit for that because when the season starts, you don't know what people are dealing with. And maybe, you know, you've got some guys starting in positions that at the end of the season, they're not going to be starting it. And that happens with some teams where they have a quarterback or they have some linemen or some defensive players who are who are starters day one. And by week five, you realize, oh, their backup is actually better than mm-hmm. them. You get them in and all of a sudden you start winning more games. So I believe that it it shouldn't have that much of of an impact on them making a tournament but if you improve as the season goes on and and let's say you're you know you you go under you lose your first two games then you go undefeated i think you know that that should still have some type of merit and should get you something um based on not like into the playoff automatically but it should have a little bit of you should look at that more in a favorable light because you could have a team who starts hot and then loses two, three games at the end of the season, but they're just they beat everybody else in their conference and the the two or three losses still got them into the playoff and then they, they lose their conference championship game. You're looking at that like I don't I don't really know about this. That happened with in in college basketball with uh Trey Young's Oklahoma team. Mm-hmm. Remember they started the season undefeated and then everybody figured out, oh, if we stop Trey Young, we can <laughs> stop the else. entire team. <laughs> and as the season went on, they lost a lot more games than they won. I think they barely made the tournament. Yeah. Um they were a decently high seed though because of what they did earlier in the ter- earlier in the season and they lost in the first round. So do going back to kind of the origi- the original argument that that the NCAA men's basketball tournament basketball tournament all, overall uh doesn't give you a legitimate champion. Do you do you think there's there's truth to that that this Six game scenario where you only have to win six games mm-hmm. doesn't give you a, a good picture of who is the I mean, best I think team this year. There's some truth to it. Um, like the the upsets, like some of the crazier upsets when you have Lehigh beating Duke mm-hmm. or you have UMBC beating Virginia. Like that's if if those teams go on a like those are not those are not those teams aren't better than the teams that they just beat. They got hot at the right time, uh-huh. and the team they were facing wasn't hitting on all cylinders. So, and, so, and part of my argument is, if you're better, just win. Yeah. Like, if you're better, just be better. Like, that's that's a part of my argument, but at the same time, sometimes you're just off. And nothing, nothing works. Scenario. Yeah, nothing works yeah, in your favor. Yeah. Like there, and, and there's no, there's no, there's no chance to come back from that. There's no, okay, well, we'll, we'll get them. We'll tomorrow. get them next time. No, yeah. you're done. You're going home. Like, and that happens. That happens in in any type of playoff with a one game scenario. I mean, you've had, and I know people are gonna argue this, whatever. The the Giants, the two Super Bowls they won, I think they were wild cards. They played had yeah. to play yep. on the road yep. the entire time, and they made it to the Super Bowl and they won. They're like, oh yeah, this is the best team in football. Was it? Were they really, or did they just get hot at the right time and kept it going? Because they went up against an undefeated team and and ended up beating them. Like, I don't think they were the best team. They were the hottest team at the time. They're your champion. Um, they're they're your they're your Super Bowl champion. They're your national champion, I guess. But 
I wouldn't say it's an illegitimate champion, but there could be some disputes. You told me in the commercial break that the NBA is your ideal. It's perfect. Now, that's a league where more than half of the teams make the playoffs. Now. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's what? It's 16 out of 30, right? Yeah. That, that make the playoffs. But, but you don't just have to win one game. You have to win seven. Or you have to win four of seven. Uh-huh. Which, if you're a better team, you can drop one of those and still be like, okay, you know, they got us. This wasn't our night. Come back. You can reverse sweep them or whatever. Like, you, you just need to win four games. That's perfect because every once in a while, a, a worse team might get the better of a good team. We were just talking about that. But, you know, you have Golden State going up against, or you have, you know, right now Phoenix going up against the Lakers in the playoffs if that happens, if the Lakers make the playoff, which they probably won't. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, I still giggle when I hear that. <laughs> Phoenix is going to win that. Yeah. Like, maybe the Lakers get a game or two, but Phoenix is going to win. They they have proven that they are the better team this entire season. And, you you know, you'll still have those, those not like the eight seeds or the seven seeds going on runs and winning it all, but you'll have a four seed who maybe they were a couple games out of first. They're still a really solid team if they win. You know, it's not that big of a surprise. It's not like a monumental upset. So I think it's a multiple game series is is just perfect to me. Because, again, you, you have the best team. Maybe they drop one, but they could still come back and prove that they're better. And then, you know, your smaller team gets to have the good feeling of, hey, we beat them once. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll carry them we into did the not, offseason. We did <laughs> not get swept. All right. So uh, is there any way to... to carry that to the NCAA does, no does March Madness need, need no tweak? way too long sure. it would not it would not sure. work it, if you did that you would not have 68 teams no you would have to take well and uh, yeah you're not yeah. doing 32 no. different best of seven series with with that it's the automatic qualifier that's it nobody else gets <laughs> in every conference champion gets in seven game series well not five game series you have to win three that'd be fun that would be <laughs> it'd be chaos I could, it would, I would be Awful. I could, could and not keep track awesome. of it. Awesome. But it'd be fun. Sign me up for I'm that. Just, that's what I want from all of this. I just want fun. Like yeah. that, that was that was my original response when, when Lanny went on his tirade was I don't care whether we're crowning a legitimate champion or not. Is it fun? I'm having fun. Yeah, like with the college football playoff, I'm like I want to expand it because I want to see, you know, Oklahoma State play Alabama. I don't you don't see that very often. Oklahoma State was really good this season. They were airing it out, they were tossing it around the yard. You know, teams in the SEC weren't doing that. Yeah. I want to see that. I want to see if Alabama can handle it. Do you think they could have? Uh, probably. Yeah, probably. Honestly, they probably would have destroyed them. But it would have been fun. Would have been fun. It would have been really That's cool. That's what it's all about, my entertainment. And guess what? Ohio State was like the best team in the Big Ten all season, but they slipped up and they lost to Michigan to end the season. Didn't go to the conference championship game. Michigan went to the college football playoff. Got crushed. Got destroyed. Everybody was in agreement. Ohio State's a better team. They slipped up gonna do Aiden Hutchinson kind of good not that great <laughs> that's a bold statement is it I think people are in agreement. you think so I think so uh, the NFL draft committee isn't right. all those all those scouts aren't that's what I'm saying he's not he's he's good he's not okay honestly I don't think he's number one pick material but he's definitely top 10 okay well I mean that's that's still pretty darn good yeah but he's not you know oh my gosh this guy's gonna change our friends not gonna change your franchise all right It'll be like a three-time Pro Bowler. Can we can we can we put a wing bet on that right now? Yeah, like like a, a far future, far wing bet. future wing more bet. than three Pro Bowls. Aiden Hutchinson over under 
three and a half Pro Bowls. Pro Bowls are a really bad measure for that, too. Like, a lot of average players are making Pro Bowls. Yeah, well, it's the injury and then teams that right, go to the Super right. Bowl and people that are just like, you know, I just don't want to play in the Pro Bowl. So if you're giving me the Pro Bowl metric, yeah, I'm taking the over. How many good DNs are there, though? Like, come on. There are, there are a million. Aiden Hutchinson's not. He'll be one of them. Aiden Hutchinson is not one of the six best DNs in the league. I don't think you could convince me of that at any point. No, at any point? At any point. Nah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm higher on him than I'll that. write it down on the board. Okay. Aiden okay. Hutchinson over under over three. three. Give, me, give me the over. Okay. okay. All right. I'm looking forward to these wings in 2026. <laughs> wings are obsolete. <laughs> Just cauliflower everything. Oh, goodness. Well, on that note, we're going to take a break. On the other side, I have no idea what we're going to talk we'll about. Talk some more. We'll get to something. Uh, keep in touch with us. Honda of Lincoln Hotline, Starter Game Text Line, 402-464-5685. Keep us company right here on one-on-one on 93.7 The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store. You're listening to One-on-One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. As a cloud leader at Deloitte, I get to work every day with innovators who don't just wonder what's possible. They engineer it with cloud. If you're one of those people, you'll like Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, where my co-host Mike Cavis and I talk with business leaders and explore how to use cloud to impact business models, revenue streams, workplace cultures, AI adoption, and more. Join me, David Lenticum, by subscribing to OnCloud, where you get your podcasts. 